0: From the Virginia Mason Athletic Center, it's time for the Daily Stretch,
1: an inside look into the Seahawks. Now, your host, Matt Stretch Johnson. Well, as promised, we're here Monday afternoon at the VMAC. John Boyle, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Matt. How are you? I'm great. Fine, fine? Yes. After a 10 9. 10 9. Victory barn burner TCF Stadium. A missed field goal is obviously the talk. The weather is obviously the talk. But the Seahawks did what they had to do: ten fourth quarter points to win it in Minnesota. Coming home and looking forward to Carolina on Sunday.
0: Yeah, and it's I mean it's unfortunate the way that ended from a Minnesota standpoint with the kick. But you got to give the Seahawks a lot of credit for the way they just hung in. And we've seen it time after time that they're just never out when they're down in these games. Going to the fourth quarter, nothing going offensively, down 9 nothing, and boom, 10 points like that.
1: As soon as they got the win behind their back also. As soon as they got to – as soon as the fourth quarter started, they t- started taking shots and moving the ball, and you felt this big momentum switch. Yeah,
0: and obviously the big plays that 35-yarder, which, I mean, any, Unbelievable. any other quarterback in the league's probably going to fall on that, or if they pick it up, they're going to run, run around and throw it out of bounds and avoid the sack, and yet Russell Wilson, as we've seen time after time, has a presence of mind to – get away from the pressure look up find a guy downfield he even noted he had to look and make sure the linemen weren't downfield because he had been audible into a run play when that snap came so to to assess all that in that little time throw a strike that's down a great the field. point
1: how come there wasn't an illegal man downfield on yeah, a play like that i mean they're
0: just so fortunate in so many things the way that went but it's just russell wilson is i mean it's we see it so often but it's amazing every time and that really helps swing the game
1: did you have not knowing the uh stadium setup did you have a tv around you to see the replay and watch tyler lockett's awareness
0: yeah and that's i mean for a rookie that's great that he's fi- kind of figured out how to fit into an offense where it's it's a lot less of their offense now than it used to be the the scrambled drill stuff but they all have to know it and know where to be how to find those open spots and you know doug Baldwin pointed out he was sort of the safety outlet coming back up the sideline which is kind of the easier safer throw for wilson but Wilson looked up and, and found wide his man, open. wide open, all on the middle the field, almost scored, nice little block from Jermaine Kearse to free him around the corner.
1: Now, where were you? Um, what was your thoughts of the temperature? I mean, were you outside at all or after the Very game? Little. Or? Very mean, little. I mean, I, yeah.
0: I was fortunate that it, my job does not call for me to be outside much at all mm-hmm. and kind of getting in and out of the stadium and the bus and all that. So it it was really cold, but uh, I think I think our, our silent friend over here could tell you more about the weather, if you want to let Brian talk. No, no,
1: no. I am more I, – I am – no offense, Brian. I am actually going towards <laughs> when Tyler Lockett got tackled on that play, it looked like it hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, that just kind of around the neck and thrown to the ground. When Doug Baldwin went up against uh, the ball that kind of floated on Russell, and, and all of a sudden there's two defenders, and he came down, and he kind of just landed on his rear. I mean, it just looked like it hurt when you hit the turf. Yeah, I
0: mean, it was that cold everything, you know, whether it's
1: tackling a guy, falling mm-hmm. to the
0: ground. It, I don't know if you heard – coach Carroll on the morning show but he talked about mike bennett when they all went out there to check on his knee and it, it looked bad at first mm-hmm. and then he said he kind of looked at him and he pulls his pad up and there's like a what do you say a raspberry uh, yeah, yeah. His knee. he's like well now you better milk it now that we're all out <laughs> here so <laughs> probably that's probably a lot of what that was is you know it's that cold you bang your knee on the turf and it might kind of scare you oh sting you, like, like with, heck yeah absolutely you think something's
1: wrong and then but yeah. it, and it just Russell did what he had to do. I mean, it was ugly. There's no really, there's no way around it. I mean, a ten nine game, and I thought that I thought it would be, you know, twenty 21- one. Seventeen is what I was thinking, and and it was just a grind kind of day. It was,
0: and part of the credit goes. Both of those are very good defenses, but it's there's no denying. As much as people all week want to, oh, the the weather won't be a factor. We can play in this. Well, I started. It, it was to, a huge factor. I
1: listened to Dave Wyman. I was just into what Dave Wyman was having yeah. to say, and he was one of these guys that it's not going to be a factor. I mean, once you get out there, you get going. But it was just like a car running on no oil. Yeah,
0: I mean the the defenses played pretty. <laughs>
1: You like that? You were proud of that one, uh, yeah. just, just weren't you? <laughs> wow. I just wanted to look at Brian to see if he was awake. You guys, you know, you guys travel, you get in late. Did you come home with the plane, or did you? I did. You you got did? home at 8 mean, o'clock, you looked, it wasn't yeah. late. <laughs> On a charter, it yeah, wasn't a big deal. It was rough. From he, Minnesota. Brian, Brian took a little nap. Did yeah, you take he, a nappy? He, he put, put on a movie okay, and took well, a nap. I just to looked over he after. was
0: leaning at one point. He was, I was like, two more inches, he was going to fall on my shoulder, but luckily he didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I just him.
1: seen if you're awake over there. So, okay, maybe I got yeah. less sleep. <laughs> well, yeah, you, I was just proud of that. It I thought, I thought was a was good, good line. I thought it was proud.
2: Well, you didn't want to include me earlier, so I was just – Yeah, no, I, I want Brian this all deleted. I want your Brian, voice all deleted.
0: Brian could have told you all about the cold. He had to tough it out.
1: Was it cold? It was a little cold. See, we just had a meeting, and our boss said it wasn't that cold. In Chicago, he in was two- out there for like <laughs> yeah, two exactly. I didn't want to say that, but in Chicago, in what 2000 after uh, 2000, 2010 season? Okay, 2000, in January 2010 season, of 2011, right? Yeah. And I took my jacket off just to see how cold it was, and it was cold, and it was like I was like, it wasn't bad. Ten minutes later, I mean, it's to the bone. You're just freezing. So I didn't want to say, hey, Dave, you were out there for like two <laughs> minutes. Poor Kenton and Brian were out there the whole time, and it goes right through you, doesn't it? It
2: it starts. Well, I mean, anytime it starts, this tingle. After a couple minutes, you know it's not good. <laughs> That's a bad sign. Yeah. So using your phones and all that kind of stuff. I mean, phones were dying. Computers, yeah, cameras, we're all malfunctioning. So
1: You have good gloves? Oh, yeah. When yeah. you hold the camera, and Brian does a lot of work on uh, on our website here on and and a lot of camera work. So when you hold the camera... Can you hit the right buttons with your with your gloves on? It's tougher. You got to make sure that you hit the record button. Yeah, no, seriously.
2: Cuz sometimes you think you hit it and you're not actually hitting record. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, focusing and and all that other stuff sure. is a little bit more difficult with Well, not only that, difficult. you got a knit
1: cap on, right? Yeah. You're all puffed out. Mm-hmm. You got stuff all over you. Yeah.
2: And you're I mean, you're breathing out and it's kind of fogging everything up in front
1: of you and yeah it was did you have to be careful that breathing out it wouldn't go in your camera shot
2: yep, yep. i was worried about that uh, downwind are. that's what that separates kind of you
1: you're a worry ward. Well, that AccuWeather recap brought to you by uh, Seahawks.com. Thanks very much, Brian. <laughs> so you weren't on the uh, – I, I just meant the turf. Yeah, the turf just looked like it hurt more. I yeah. I mean, it just looked painful. Wyman always said that the hardest hit he ever took was from the ground.
0: Yeah, although at least it was a, you know, heated field. It wasn't too mm-hmm. bad of an issue. I mean, you, the game you mentioned, that Chicago game, that field was frozen. solid. guys were getting concussions yeah. from it. That was bad. So, oh, it, that's it, right.
1: That was a true font and John Carlson. Yeah,
0: they both – got mm-hmm. banged on the turf and so it, you know all things considered you know as, as coach and some of the players have pointed out with with the technology they have now and the job the tr- training staff did and the heaters on the sideline all that it it definitely wasn't comfortable but it's about as good as negative six could have been
1: yeah i mean eric kennedy the equipment manager just earned his earned another uh earned some more kudos and and He just earned his money all week. It was very busy back there last week, but uh, them and the training staff, I understand, just worked their tails off.
0: Yeah, and they had to, and they had to like fix a broken nose on the
1: field. I mean, they had a busy day. That's a whole nother. Those were those were choices. Those were choices. Choices to leave. Yeah, there's choices, and then there's things you can't control. That was a choice. Adrian Peterson only forty-five yards. Let's start start with the Seahawks defense. Yeah, I mean that's
0: you, you look at the offense and it struggled and all that, but the defense was just great. I mean they knew they were going to see more of Adrian Peterson. They did. And they just bottled him up all day long. He had one one long-ish run, a thirteen-yarder, and that mm-hmm. was it. I mean this is a great running back really good committed running team and they just bottled it up the entire game and that's
1: I mean really that's what allowed
0: the offense to eventually get back in the game as the defense kept it so tight.
1: Well we talked about it you said it perfectly is a team doesn't just win 11 games by chance. You know, and they won the last 3 in a row they were headed into this playoff game winning 3 straight. So they were humming and scoring 38, 49 and 20 points the last 3 games and not giving up too much. So they were very balanced and very successful headed into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they were. I mean, they were playing great football and it's just it's a team like that if you can take that ability to run the ball away and very few teams can, which is why they're 11-6 and six and why Adrian Peterson rushed for 1,485 yards this year. But if you're able to make them one-dimensional and, and slow them down, and especially on a day where throwing the ball is so hard, that's how you hold a team to nine points even when you give them a couple short fields. The
1: writer, John P. Boyle, that's where you can find him on Twitter. He joins me here as we're recapping the win against the Minnesota Vikings 10-9 at TCF Stadium yesterday. My name's Matt Johnson. You can find me at Matt J. Stretch. See, I kind of asked it a question. Yeah, yeah, I should tweet more. As you say, I, w- I should tweet yes, more. I, but I'll, I'll I follow pass. you on Twitter, but I hardly Thanks. would know it because you don't tweet. Thank you. Yeah. You, you
2: tweet just, this podcast maybe every, once every two months. Just a few
1: things. Yeah, <laughs> just a few things. That makes it more special. That's, that's what my tweets are really special. Hey, Kristen Michael, <laughs> yeah. 70 yards on 21 carries, obviously. And, and you look down the stats, Russell Wilson, 63.3 uh, passer rating. Uh, you know, just numbers that aren't uh, aren't. – you're not used to seeing numbers like that. But Pete said this morning, like, yeah, I don't even grade it. I mean, yeah. I mean it, you, it just wipes the weather. Offensively,
0: wipes especially the passing game, it's, you, you throw this one out. I mean, really, for for either team, you can't – I mean, you watch some of those deep balls. I, I remember specifically the one where Doug Baldwin got open, and he tried to throw it. And that was the into the wind direction where mm-hmm. they didn't attempt the field goals. When that left his hand, it looked like he just launched it. And my first thought is he overthrew him. Just watching, really it. watching the velocity coming off his hands. And you have that wide angle from the press box, seeing where Baldwin was. I thought he was going to throw that too far, and then it, it's way too short, and they yeah. break it up. And
1: Rabel's call of that is Baldwin's open. You know, yeah. I mean, like and he, he, expected- was, he was
0: wide. I mean, that play. Any other game this season, that's probably a touchdown mm-hmm. or at the very least a, a completion. And they just, those balls, you launch them up in the air and they just died. Yeah. Um, and as, I mean, it took away the passing game for them. So, yeah, as Pete Carroll said, you just, you can't really judge that. You just, you judge the team's effort, the way they fought, the way they got back into it. And that they survived to play another day, and
1: that's about it. That's it. They move on to play Carolina this Sunday, 10 05 Pacific Time. You know where to find it. It'll be on Fox, and it'll also be on 710 ESPN Seattle and Cairo Radio 97.3. We talked about Russell Wilson. Kristen Michael, 70 yards, and he just worked his butt off, didn't he?
0: Yeah. And the thing is, he, here's the most important thing he touched, he had 21 catches, or 21 runs, mm-hmm. in and in a catch that picked up first down. So that's. 22 touches for him never fumbled it and that in that weather that's a huge deal i mean we saw Adrian Peterson he he finally you know they kept hacking at him and ripping at yeah. the ball finally came out at a really an opportune moment for the vikings so for a guy who a early in his career had some issues with fumbles and b hasn't played a lot certainly hasn't played in weather like this just i mean to get some productive yards is great but just the ball security was a huge deal what was too.
1: the plane ride home and I, and i'm asked because i would think for for any game, this this game had to have been as mentally tough as any other game. I mean, they had to have been beat up, and the cold does some things. But I, I mean, it just seems like these guys were just had to have been beat up, and it was kind of was it subdued or was it? Yeah, I mean, it's hard
0: to say. It, almost every flight's kind of subdued because they're tired, and they're, yeah, I mean, like you said, every game they're beat up physically. They're and I think most of them are either ready to take a nap or get the surface out and start watching some film. Um, but it's you know it wasn't. Some wild party on there, but uh, no, no, no. I mean, guys were guys were enjoying it. They were having fun, you know, especially in the locker room and all that. And they understand that these playoff games are really hard to come by, and they're very fortunate to have been to a lot of them in recent years.
1: So the field goals missed, the team goes crazy. When you first go into the locker room, was it was it a celebration?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I think music's going everybody. But it was funny because it's a celebration, but you could tell there's also almost a sort of a disbelief because it's. As much as they deserve so much credit for getting back in that game and the way they fought, it's hard to ever predict that a kicker, let alone a really good kicker, is going to miss a 27-yarder. Can't
1: believe it still. I know. I mean it was it was I mean, so we're getting ready for the postgame show and Paul Moyer's like ah, this and that and this and that and I'm in the other room and all of a sudden Rabel says it and I come back in and said Paul okay, throw all those notes out. Yeah. I mean it's totally different and here it's on moving on to Carolina. Kind of excited. We have meetings, you and I are in the same sort of meetings every Monday and here comes the planning, another game. The season's not over, the team's now eleven and six and bring on Carolina. Yeah.
0: Much more fun than being in the locker room talking to guys about their season being over today, which is what yeah, you know, oh, that's what more teams yeah. are doing this week. So just to be one of those final eight teams standing again, I mean, it's it's a pretty incredible run they're on right now, and it's now a huge test. We'll talk more about it Friday, but fifteen win team, that's legit.
1: That doesn't happen very often, does no. it? No. How about that Adele? That's right, Brian. Good job, okay, John, can't well, let's find talk that stuff anywhere. Else. Let's talk. You know, Jermaine Kurse actually said he'll do that this week, do, do a podcast with me this week. Probably not. John Ryan now, John Ryan, that'd be a good get with his beat-up nose and his, his jump. And i would just probably talk about something else. Maybe the rest of the He had a they, first
0: down, too. If he just kicked that out to his left. Yeah. If he—, if he, if he Warren just, had said that on the broadcast yeah. also. He got a little excited.
1: Well, you Decided know, to everyone again. likes to hurdle people nowadays. You know, get a little exercise. That's what he did. He got a little exercise, and they turned the ball over on downs. John, have a great week. We'll talk to you Friday. For uh, John and uh, Brian, Brian, hell of a job over there. Uh, My name's Matt Johnson. Thanks for listening to Daily Stretch right here on Seahawks.com.